Hi, everyone. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Paradoxically. Ooh, yes, we're back again. Um, and today we're back and we're back with another topic. Um, a very interesting one, a very spicy topic, a topic that is so relevant, no matter what day and age it is, this topic will forever be relevant, and we're going to talk about it, but before we even start talking, let me just introduce my guest, let me introduce, actually no, I don't even think she really needs an introduction, you know, because she's been here before, and if you get, <laughs> if you guys are consistent with talking paradoxically, you probably know her because she's been in multiple episodes. So I have the wonderful, beautiful, intelligent Miss Jada Hunt. Jada, say hi. Hi. All right. Awesome. How are you feeling today, Jada? I'm feeling good. You? Girl, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling kind of hungry though, but yeah, girl. We're, uh, yeah. streets, we're soldiers. All right. So Jada, what are we talking about today? You tell them. We are talking about depression. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Yes. yes. Woo. Woo, woo. So we're going to be talking about depression today. And honestly, I feel like this topic is just such a serious topic. And there's so many misconceptions where depression is concerned because the thing is that as time goes by and as you know social media gets even more prevalent a lot of definitions have been ascribed to the word depression you know and there's so many different meanings of depression and depression a lot of times has been taken out of context right and even as jada what you love to say you're depressed i'm depressed we're all depressed, depressed. <laughs> yeah. you're depressed i'm depressed we're all depressed everybody's depressed when in reality, I don't really feel as though that's the case. I feel as though a lot of times people um, mix up deep sadness, disappointment um, with depression, you know? So uh, Jada, what is the psychological definition of depression? Like Okay, so depression is basically a mood disorder that causes a persistent feeling of sadness and loss of interest. It's also called depressive disorder or clinical depression. It affects how you think, feel, and behave, and can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems. All right, and I also have a definition over here, and this definition is from the America, American Psychological Association, and they say that depression is more than just sadness, right? People with depression may experience a lack of interest um, in, daily activities they might not find pleasure in daily activities anymore they might even um, show significant weight loss or even gain you know like binge eating or just starving yourself um, insomnia so they're not able to sleep uh, excess or even excessive sleeping you know they might be sleeping too much because they're sad lack of energy um, the inability to concentrate feelings of worthlessness, excessive guilt, and recurrent thoughts of death or suicide, right? And yeah, yeah so depression is definitely um, a very common mental disorder. But the thing is that the good thing about it is, is that it's treatable, right? Um, and it can be treatable with either medic medication uh, or like, you know, therapy. But I feel like a lot of times we talk about depression 
and we see it out there, but nobody really sits down and speaks about like how to actually get through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody really, really speaks about how to get through it. And so today, Jada and I are going to be talking about how to actually get through depression, you know? But before we even like talk about like the different solutions and the tips of how to get through depression, Jada, like, what is your view on depression in the teenage world right now? Or even like, I won't even say teenage world anymore because we're young adults, you know, we're growing up, we're almost into adulthood. So I would say teenage, I would say adolescent, teenage years, young adult and adulthood. Speak about it. All right. So before I even really go into this, um, I, have rem- I remember a tweet that said, do everything you can to avoid making sadness your aesthetic. Now, I have realized that in today's world, as teenagers, we have no problem being ca- being classified as being depressed. It is something that we are used to. It is the norm. And so for that reason, we attach our identity to just being depressed. And it's not something good. Depression is an illness. It is serious. But at the point where you decide to sit down in it and allow it to take over your life, that's when it becomes an issue. And that's what's going on in the world today. As teenagers, we have allowed depression to be our lifestyle, to be something that we get up, live in, and have no idea how to get out or don't want to get out because we're afraid of what people are going to see on the outside. Or even like, I wouldn't even say only afraid of what people are going to say, but also sometimes, um, you know, being depressed is cool, you know, being sad it's cool you know like the whole thing about like you know like oh listen to dark music and saying that you want to die every day like you feel as though oh like you're so you're so dark you know like being dark is such a thing you know why why is it such a thing because you know the the hearts and the minds of men have been warped you know and the devil is a liar Mm -hmm. the devil is a liar and a lot of times because he does not want us to be because mama say the fruits of the spirit, Jada. Tell me, what, what are they? Let me see if you know the fruits of the spirit. What are they? And Put in the answer, I don't know. I don't know about <laughs> all of them. But I'll tell you what I know. Ready? Yeah, tell me. You have you gentleness. Know. You have gentleness. You have patience. You have goodness. You have, um, oh my God, love, joy, peace. Yes. Can't forget love, joy, peace. That's what I remember so far. Yeah, girl. Other- and you basically said the, the most important one that I was referring to, which is joy and peace, right? I remember said so the, yeah. the spirit were given to us by the Holy Spirit and they were given to us by God. I remember said so we were made in the image of God. So God is full of joy. He's full of peace. He's full of happiness. There's no sadness. You know what I'm saying? Because that, and the thing is that sadness isn't really associated with God, right? Joy, peace, happiness, because that's what he gave us. But the thing is that the devil, let me tell you about the devil, you see, he loves when we're sad, you know, because he knows that when we are sad, well, he knows that God does not want us to be sad, right? And so a lot of times he makes sadness look as though it's happiness. Does that make sense? He makes sadness look ideal. And in to, to, to an extent, he actually makes depression look ideal. You know what I'm to saying? To the point that 
the music industry decides that okay we can make money off just singing these type of songs yeah exactly so like what happened to uplifting songs what happened to songs about saying you know you are worthy you are beautiful you are means you don't need to die you know suicide is not the answer you know instead you have a lot of songs like even have playlists on youtube just type in the press playlist and you have so many playlists coming up like songs to listen to at 3am when you want to cry you're not like why right? because all that it's doing is just feeding it's feeding that you know the press depression it's feeding the spirit it's feeding you know your drive and your urge just stay in that um place of sadness you know um and a lot of times people don't really talk about depression among men so jada tell me about that as well depression among men okay so first thing first women are more expressive they're always going to be more emotional than men and so for this reason it's always stereotype that women will go through depression men won't which is not the case so when we look at statistics it actually shows that in the us men died by suicide 3.63 times as often as women also it went deeper to look at the races and it said that white males they actually take account of 69.38% of suicide deaths in 2019 which means that swiss that it means that depression amongst men is real it's actually out there it is something that is not spoken about but it's there yeah most definitely and the thing is that i feel as though a lot something that really contributes to the fact that a lot of times as you said in the statistics um more men commit suicide you know they're even they go they're in depression and they go so far as to commit suicide a lot of times because you know men are deemed to be you know the authoritative you know they're yeah. they're supposed to be dominant they're supposed to you know ha- not have emotions and you know even yeah. when males express their emotions you know they're automatically seen as weak you know and it's not yeah. suppo- you're not supposed to show your emotions as a man you know you're not supposed to cry and why 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 have we um place that stigma on men you know why has society put men into that corner put men into that box and you know it is so sad because a lot of times it's it's like we don't even talk about depression among men like a lot of times when you think about somebody who's depressed you always think of females and even like um, yeah jada even before this you told me about the tiktok what happened with the tiktok yes a man came on tiktok he was doing a video and when you look at his hands you realize that they had um scars and you know this is from self harm and when you go in the comments it was disgusting it was horrifying to see what people said about him their views on him and they're saying you know as a man you shouldn't be doing this stuff and at that point you can just imagine how he feels already within himself and that he's going through depression people out there are already telling him that he's showing or displaying some type of weakness because of a man you're supposed to always be masculine you know masculinity does not come with certain things doesn't come with you crying it comes with ego it comes with pride and that's not what he did not have none of that when he came on the tiktok platform he was willing to showcase what's going on in his life and his hands and all that stuff and people really overlook it and are making jokes about it so are we are so we're basically saying that um 
sadness should only be ascribed to females and that depression should only be you know accepted by females why is that the case you know and i feel like a lot of times social media does not do anything to, <laughs> to help <laughs> when you're different it really doesn't like matter of fact social media sometimes even propels it even more and drives it even more you know like and i feel like a lot of times like i feel like putting your life and putting yourself out there on social media can either go two ways like it can either uplift you or it can either like you know like just tear you apart you know and a lot of times because people are put out into the wider society and into the media a lot of times these people end up being depressed or even committing suicide you know yeah. and it's just really really sad but you know we always talk about depression we always talk about the statistics we always talk about the whole concept of it but we don't ever really sit down and talk about solutions you know and i feel like a lot of times people believe as though oh the first solution to you being depressed is getting medication you know antidepressants i mean i'm not against antidepressants and if you are truly depressed and your doctor has you know told you that you should get antidepressants yeah. get but at the same time they're yeah but there are many other solutions you know and these solutions align up back to the word of god you know and what i even want to touch on to jada is why do christians believers in christ allow themselves to be stuck in in this you know in this box of depression why aren't we supposed to be free in christ why aren't we free in um, a part of that is the fact that sometimes as christian we don't know the word and because we don't know the word, when we are going through these things, we don't know what to pray against. We don't know how to pray. And so for that reason, we end up feeling stuck and end up actually being stuck. Because how is it that you're going to pray against this, but yet still you don't know how to pray against it? You know, everything is in the Bible. The Bible is your, it's the guidance for you throughout your entire life. And to be honest, a lot of us as Christians, sometimes we overlook this stuff as well. We look more into being righteous. We look more into getting into heaven. We're not really focused on what is life on earth. We're just trying to get right to heaven now. We're not even focusing on the fact that we're going through this type of feeling. We have depression. It's not It's not only going to target people who are in the world. It's also going to target us. You know, I feel like a lot of Christians don't even believe that. They believe that once you're depressed, it's the enemy. Yeah. That's just you right there. It's you and the enemy. But the thing is that I believe that even when you become a believer, when you give your life to Christ, I think that's even when you have to arm up yourself with the word of God even more. Because the thing is that the devil does not want us to believe in Christ. The devil does not want us to be living free, you know, and be happy and be joyful in Christ. He doesn't want that. You know, he wants to have us back in his grasp. And so a lot of times, you know, he distracts us from the word of God. He distracts us from, you know, actually reading the parts of the Bible actually talk about it and actually say yeah. look, look at look at david look at david i think david is such a good example you know um psalms 116 i believe that's it there's a verse there's a scripture in it where it says be at rest once more oh my soul one thing i tell love about david is jada is that david just spoke it there david sinned against god david was sad david was angry against his enemies carries he did not care he did not care what he did whenever it was his whenever it's time for god they would say you know what god cares all my sins let me just tell you them let me tell you how i feel right now mm -hmm. i feel like the, the favor that god had on david different because of who david was 
Yeah. He was a man of honesty. He was unfiltered. Yeah. He was unfiltered. He didn't care. He he gave everything to God. And I feel like a lot of times I feel as though, you know, like, oh, when we're believers, when we believe in Christ, when we're living for Christ, you know, it's a sin. It's a bad thing for us to be sad. It's a bad thing for us to be depressed. I mean, you should not allow yourself to stay in depression. But if you are depressed, that doesn't mean say you cannot bring it to God. Bring it to him. Tell him. Yes, tell him. He's concerned. <laughs> He's concerned about us. He wants to know. He wants to hear from you. He wants to help you. You know, the thing is that a lot of times I feel as though, oh, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm not supposed to come to God with all of my sad thoughts and everything. Think happy thoughts around God. Listen to me. God knows your thoughts even before you even think about them. He, he knows them, okay? And he knows what you're going through. So talk to him, you know, bring it to him. And that brings us to our first solution, which is praying to God, even when it hurts. There's a song by Hillsong that I love that says, even when it hurts, um, you know, you'll praise. Or like there's this other song by Elevation Worship, Raise a Hallelujah, you know, where yes, it's middle of mystery. And the mystery, yeah. Might, yeah, like the mystery might be depression, the mystery might be the sadness, but raise a hallelujah, you know? Jada, tell me more about praying to God, even when it hurts, even when you're stuck in, you know, the battle of depression. I have never, like, it, it, was, it was until recent that I realized that prayer, it really does something. Like, I always hear people say, pray on your good days, but especially on your worst days. And I didn't even realize the power in that statement. Like, talking to God is a whole different level. Like, it puts you somewhere. It puts you in a box of comfort and peace because everything in this world is going to pass away. But for sure, God is not going to pass away. And so when you have that conversation with someone who you know is eternal and is able to give you that eternal peace, it is, it is comforting. It, is, it just gives you that type of serenity. It's just, you know, it's just at peace. And so I feel like prayer is very important when you're going through depression. Always put in your prayer. In fact, put in an extra prayer. Normally pray three times a day. Start praying out five times a day now because you know that you're depressed. You know that God, God wants to hear from you more. He's concerned. So prayer is important. And I feel like what is so important is that you don't have to try and find the right words to say in your prayer. Yeah. You know, you don't have to like draw for the big old combo those such words and be like, you know, <laughs> you don't have to be like that. You can literally just talk. Talk to him like how you talk to your best friend. Talk to him and like you can cry. You can cry to him, cry out to him. The Bible says that tears are a language that God understands. Your tears are probably saying a thousand words that you can't even say within that moment, but he understands them. So cry, just talk, you know, and I feel like even in the context of where, you know, talking three to four times a day, I believe that you can even talk to God while, like, I believe that talking to God is a form of prayer. That's my personal belief. Yeah, yeah, I believe that as well. You don't necessarily yeah like you don't necessarily have to like go on your knees and you know i mean yeah you, yeah. you go on your knees and in a form of surrender you know in a form of diligence but if you can't if you're like going about if you're at school walk into our next class talk to god that's a form of prayer you know and just tell him how you feel even when even when you don't even feel like talking to him that's when you should talk yeah. to him. it's just as he said on your worst days on the days when your depression feels like the worst when overwhelming. You know, yeah. overwhelming that's when you should talk that's when you should bring it to him even more you know 
And the next thing that the next um, solution that we have is journaling to God. I actually have a friend who told me that journaling is very helpful and very, very beneficial. And I mean, I always knew about journaling, but I never really truly you know, put it into practice and I kind of overlooked it. But now more than ever, I actually see the the value in journaling your thoughts to God. So like, even if you write a little letter that says, dear Abba, you know, cause dear Abba, I feel this way or dear God, dear yeah. Father, you know, just talk it, just write it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's important. I think journaling is important. The same way when we're younger, we have this diary. And you could write about your crush in the diary. And yes. And say, you know, after hiding some movie, it's the same way we grow older and we become more mature and realize that we can write the same thing, we can do the same thing to God. And I feel like at some point that will become a prior as well. That will link right back to being a prior because you still maintain your communication with God. Yeah. You know? Definitely. And even like after you write it, you can read it. Read it in the form yeah. of after you write it. You know, one thing I realized, especially like with writing, especially is that a lot of times, even when you sit down and you're talking, you might miss certain things. But when you're writing, you're actually thinking more about, you know, or you're going to put down your conceptual. Yeah. You know, so it's like you are more likely to put down your true, raw, honest emotions and honest. And if you forget, you just put it on the side and remember this, you know, you can always come back to it and write it down exactly exactly just talk it out just write it out rather to god to god like literally put at the top of the page dear lord you know um yeah and then the next thing that we jada and i came up with was evaluate your circle now your circle can go in two ways your circle can either be in the circle on your phone in terms of like your snapchat or your instagram feed or your facebook feed i don't know how old persons you know, the age ranges of different people here, but different places, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, where are the, what are the other places here? TikTok, TikTok especially. TikTok, Paris, oh, you must forget that. Oh, you must forget TikTok, Jada. Let me tell you, TikTok is so, well, I don't want to say it's dangerous, you know, because it's like, dif- depending on the side of TikTok, TikTok, time like, consuming. yeah, it's very, let me tell you, TikTok is so time consuming. You scroll one time and then you realize you're I scrolling. Can't stop scroll. Oh my goodness. But yeah, and it can also be in the context of evaluating your circle of friends, right? And so Jada, talk to me about evaluating your circle of friends first before we get to like social media. Okay, for friends, no, I, I personally, my family at church, because at this point we have become a family, those are the people I really depend on, you know. Yeah, I have other friends outside of church. They are as much help as those in church. But those in church, you know, they, they always know the right thing to say. They always have the right words. They, are, they always know exactly how to target the issue. And for that reason, I feel like friends important. You can't have a group of people who are going to continue bringing you down. There's no way you're going to grow. There's no way you can grow with a group of friends who are going to keep on saying negative things around you and telling you that depression is okay. Mm-hmm. It's not going to allow any growth. Yeah. So basically, the um, the meat of the matter of what you're saying is that it's good to find a church family. Um, yeah. 
and I agree wholeheartedly because as you said, you know, it's one thing to have a family of friends outside of church, but it's another thing to have like a little group, you know, of like-minded believers, you know, who can uplift you and just find the right words to say at the right time, you know, and even pray for you because it's good to have a group of people praying for you, you know, behind the scenes. Yeah. And yeah. Cause even as you said earlier, prayer is so important and prayer really does work miracles and does amazing things. You know, prayer can literally break the yoke of depression, right. In, in a moment, in an instant. Right. And I totally agree. I totally agree. And even in the context of like, just like your friends, um, as we're talking, it's like, if you are going through depression, if you're sad, if you're, you know, not holding up so well, and the circle around you, the group of persons that you have around you are finding ways to justify how you're feeling in terms of saying, oh, yeah, man, like, it's all right, yeah, man, girl, like depression is fine. I could listen to some depressing songs together. Yeah. I I wouldn't recommend that because all you're doing is feeding. All you're doing is feeding and digging deeper into the depressive hole that you are already are in. You know, or if you even if you have like a group of friends around you who are still finding ways to justify your depression in the sense where they're saying, all right, yeah, girl, like, make a bun a weed together. Or, yeah, man, make a some bun, some, you know, some spliff, uh, you know, get some, <laughs> like, folds, uh, you know, and forget, like, no, no, I don't believe as though that's substantial. I believe that you actually have to find legitimate um, sources of help in the context or in the circle of friends, right? And another thing that I would say is that lean, lean on your family. If you can, and if you have like a reliable family member, like an aunt or an uncle or a sister or a brother, like rely on them, talk to them, you know? Because at the end of the day, family is very important. And even if you can't trust everybody in your family and with like, you know, like the details of what you're going through, at least find one person who you trust person, and talk to them. Yeah. You know, just talk to them, talk it out with them, talk what you're feeling. And I feel like one thing that I would really would say that kind of goes into like the last one, last like point that we came up with, but I would say is talk therapy, like talk it out, like talk out how you're feeling really and truly. Like even if you don't really feel like talking it to God in the moment, because you know, sometimes it kind of gets a little bit stubborn. I don't really feel like talk to God. I am just talking it how it is. Sometimes I get a little bit stubborn and be like, you know, I will talk to you tomorrow. In the meantime, Tell them talk to my wall, you know. I feel sometimes, Therese, it's not even you being tired of God, mm -hmm. it's just that mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, Well, God, I talked to you yesterday, I don't see change, so see your vex, see your vex, see your vex. Okay, I'll still come back, I'll still come back. Let me give you a little break, you know. You know, I'll let me come back tomorrow. I see you, know, I'm gonna like, uh, you know, we'll and come again and see, you know, if you are gonna do something, but yeah, like talk to talk it out. Talk therapy really, really does help because it helps you to like sort out and organize your thoughts, right? Um, yeah, and Jada, let's talk about evaluating your circle on social media, talk about that. And I know so your area of specialty is TikTok. So come, let me hear it. <laughs> um, well, in fact, Carries, you actually introduced me to Christian TikTok. Now, let me tell you, Carries, I I have actually watched one of the girls' video before, like way before, and then you sent me her, and I was like, wow, I look like I should really go through our videos then. <laughs> but um 
I have just, when I'm on TikTok, I don't have a particular feed. In fact, I watch everything. I'm all over the place. But then I realized the importance of actually having a feed, actually setting your own feed, because you don't even realize the fact that sometimes you are watching, sometimes you're there watching a video and you don't even realize the fact that you're taking in so much from that one video. And you don't even know how you reach this point. Like sometimes even when you're watching a TikTok and you go outside and you just start humming a song and you're like, oh my God, TikTok again, you know? Um, humming that TikTok song, right? <laughs> so it's important to set your feed. Put, put what is it that you want to see. You want to see more Christian stuff? You have to search for more Christian stuff. Definitely. That's just the reality. The social media is very wide, and so it's going to show you everything. Definitely. It's going to show you all kind of religions. It's going to show you all kind of doctrines. It's going to show you all kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. you have the ability to actually change your feed in what you want to see and what's going to uplift you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly wholeheartedly agree. You have to tailor your own feed and tailor what you want to watch, tailor what you want to look at. And even like, even like Pinterest, I don't know if you're familiar, you pay for, Jenna, don't tell me yeah. to say about Pinterest. All right. You have to be. <laughs> but like, even like Pinterest, even though Pinterest, I wouldn't really consider Pinterest social media because you're not really conversing with other people, but you're seeing what other people put up on pins. But like, even in the context of that, based on what you like, based on what you save, your Pinterest feed will be altered based on what you're interested in, based on what you're looking yeah. at, what you're watching, yeah. you know? And so I feel that all that is so important, as you said, like, if you want to, if you want to uplift yourself, look look for uplifting quotes, look for uplifting things. But if you're, if you're constantly searching for, you know, like sad things, sad quotes, sad this, sad that, or like just not positive things, then obviously your feed isn't really gonna look too positive, you know? And your feed and as you said, your feed has a huge impact on you because even like TikTok, like you can watch a TikTok today and all of a sudden like you still are seeing a song tomorrow. You still are seeing a song next week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's because social media and places of um you know where graphics and videos and other people's opinions are portrayed it's so influential because you know at the end of the day we're social beings and we can a lot of time well realistically we can't only rely on our own you know understanding of day-to-day life you know we take bits and pieces and opinions and you know facts from other people and other sources you know that's just how we make sense of day-to-day life and so you want to be careful of where you take your information from you want to be careful of where where you open up yourself and allow yourself to you know absorb information yeah right and the reality is though Cause even though we sit here and we say to you guys oh you know you need to put your feed in a particular way you will not always get 100 christian TikTok. Fine. you won't always get that but because it's a habit for you to be watching christian tiktok when you see something otherwise other than christian tiktok you automatically scroll but you see when you open it up to everything else you're interested in everything and so you'll yeah. be watching videos for so long and don't even realize so you can't get it all the way to 100% Christian stuff, but it becomes a habit. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you so much, Jada. Um, next, next solution that we have is take up your Bible, like 
read that Bible, dust it off, try find it under your bed, wherever you put it, or go out to Kingston Bookshop or wherever, wherever bookshop near you and try to find one, find a Bible and read it. And, you know, I feel like there's like a, like a whole nother argument for another time is, you know, the Bible on your phone versus the Bible, the physical Bible. I believe that both play a very important role, but... I find Bible good, but the notifications will have you pressing outside of the Bible. So, listen so, to me, Jada. Listen to me. I Bible and highlight and write up in your Bible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Like, take up your Bible and read it because... I know that it may seem as I know that it may seem as though the word of God is kind of boring and that the Bible is, you know, like a little bit monotonous and just yeah. you know, pull one bag of words, especially when I'm going to the um genealogy. Hey, I read out some of them long name that sometimes you don't really want to read it, you know, but um I'm only honest. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I don't even I'm gonna be honest, God already knows. I don't even read some <laughs> I skip and I said, let's get to the juicy part though. So some of the stories in the Bible carries are really juicy. So you're like, yeah, yeah, let's get to let that part. Let me tell you something. You see, Amelie, she told me one day, I was like, Amelie, like, I was reading like one of the books in the Bible and like in the beginning, like they must have said one bag of genealogy. This was the father of this, da, 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 da. He yeah. was, you know, and I was just like, you know what, skip. And then Amelie was just like, but Carice, if you were, if your name was in the Bible, would you, or if, if you, she was like, God is very intentional and he wouldn't have put their names in there if it wasn't, if it wasn't necessary, you know, if he didn't mean to, he wouldn't have allowed it to be in the word of God, you know, so like, and it's a person, it's an actual person who had an impact on a genealogy of Christ or the genealogy that led to, you know, like a wonderful groundbreaking, you know, miraculous miracle you know like there's all all, it's like a domino effect i always talk about domino effect there's always like it's like a it's like a web you know like all pieces are connected so would you want somebody to skip over your name no so read it through all if you can't pronounce the name read it through that's what she said to me and i believe that it was a holy spirit talking to me (laughs) that time i got a girl it dripped me up bad you see me up over here that's the thing you're me up over here listen listen the holy spirit is just always draping up people but you know what would we do without the holy spirit right and we yeah. ain't gonna talk about we ain't gonna talk about you know the serious thing that you know without the holy spirit you know what i'm saying things are gonna get chaotic but anyways that's, that's a discussion for another time but the point is that what we're talking about is take up your bible and read it jada you had some scriptures for us that could you know help you when you're going through depression okay so this one, quite popular. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not evil, to give you a future and hope. A lot of times, it's because we're so uncertain about the future that has caused us to be depressed. We don't know what's ahead. We don't know how to control it. And so here is one of God's promises that he has plans for you. And these plans are not to harm you, but they're to actually prosper you. Um, another one is, do not be anxious about anything. This is from Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That one, love that one. It reminds you again that prayer works. Take it to God in prayer and watch him work. 
Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Jada, do you have like any specific books of the Bible? Like, like what if there's a person listening to this right now who doesn't necessarily know where to start in the Bible or how to even read their Bible? Which like book do you have like a book on the, off the top of your head that you could like like refer to them, refer them to so they can, you know, read it and see? Okay, so personally, you can start with Proverbs. You can start because the first thing with Proverbs is that it, it gives us a wisdom in that. So you can start with Proverbs. You can also start with um, Psalm. Those are, are literal piles there. So you'll go through and you realize that David was writing piles in that. He was writing songs right there. So even the one that says, hear my cry, O Lord, and attend to, attend to me. So you already know from right there that those books right there, they will help you and build you up in trials. So I would normally start with Psalms and Proverbs. And then later on, I'll get into like other people's story, like David, his story, you know? How is it that, you know, because, you know, you want, you want to actually know somebody else in the Bible who went through something that you got to do. Yeah. And I feel I like, like that. yeah. And I feel like, I feel like um, we shouldn't like allow ourselves to believe as though, you know, the the characters in the bible are just like some distant far off ancient time people i mean yeah they were there many years ago but the thing is that the problems that they go that they went through then are still very much relevant very much timely to the problems that we go through now maybe it's not the same or in the same way but it's still very relevant you know so even like david to me david would never go out of style because because Maybe you don't have like a whole chariot and you know allegiance of soldiers with swords coming after you, but you still have enemies out there, don't don't it? You still have people who should still try walk some obi upon you and them kind of something. You know, you still have to bring them to God and ask the Lord to do it. Them nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, and also Job as well, Carrie's like I know a lot of us as teenagers, we're going through a lot of stuff and we're saying, when is it gonna stop? This is the reason why I'm depressed. Read Job and you'll wonder what is depression. You'll wonder if you're what you're going through is really causing this depression. Mm -hmm. Because the things that Job went through, Carries, I told God that he would have to fight that battle at that point. Lol. God, you have you'd have to fight that. Yeah. Yeah, the story of Job. Oh, I think we're talking about it in um one of my Bible studies. Um not too long ago but yeah totally the story of job i recommend as well that you read it um and everything i follow the scripture like while you're talking i was looking for the scripture um so i could actually say the exact words from it um also in terms of like reading the bible and just talking to god there's a scripture that i really love to read uh and it's probably one of my favorite verses well it's not even one verse it's multiple verses but it's by david you know the one og david uh, um he says um psalms 116 verse uh five yeah verse five to whenever i'm not sure when i'm gonna stop i soon stop though but it goes the lord is gracious and righteous or god is full of compassion the lord protects the simple-hearted when i was in great need he saved me 
Be at rest once more, O my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. For you, O Lord, have delivered me, my soul from death, my eyes from tears, my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I feel like this scripture is just so beautiful because it's like he's saying to his soul, like, be at rest. You, God is good to you. He loves you. He's with yeah. you. And, you know, he has delivered your eyes from tears, so you don't have to cry anymore. You know, he delivered your feet from stumbling, so you don't have to fall anymore. You know, he's with you because he's gracious and he's compassionate and he protects the simple hearted. He protects the low in heart. You know, he doesn't leave them and walk away. He stays with them forever, you know, and he's with them. So definitely take up your Bible and read it. That, that scripture was Psalms 116 verse 5 onward um yeah so the next solution what this podcast along <laughs> the next solution listen when the holy spirit is doing that thing you know we just have to go with him so the next um solution that we have is daily affirmations jada you said that you did daily affirmations not too long ago you can tell us about that okay so um above my bed i have this paper with lots of things I say, like, I am beautiful, you know, I am healthy, I am loved, you know, those are affirmations, and they actually help, you know, there's a thing that says fake it until you make it, you know, once you keep on saying it, it becomes a habit, mm -hmm. and you don't even realize that you become, you start living your affirmations, you start saying, I'm loved, to a point that you don't even need other people around you to start saying I love you. You just you just already know that you feel loved already because the way you've been saying it. You say, yeah, man, God loves me. I don't even care what everybody else say. I've been saying this for so long. I start believing it. So affirmations, important. Once you keep saying them, they'll get into your spirit and it will just, you just keep on walking around with that same, yeah. that same belief, that same quotes, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that boils back down into the whole fact that, you know, your words are very, very powerful. Your words hold life and death, right? Life and death is in the power of your tongue. And even the book of James, it actually says that the tongue is like a rudder and it it is untamable, you know? It really yeah. is it's so filthy, right? But the thing is that we should not allow ourselves, believer or non-believer, because maybe a man are really necessarily give your life to the Lord yet, when you're listening to this podcast but even if you're a believer or non-believer just make sure that you guard your mouth right because whatever you speak is spoken into the atmosphere right and the thing is that member said god can hear you and also so can the devil right oh they're two principalities well they're two spirits they're two like forces who are listening there's a force of good which is god and there's a force of evil which is satan both of them are listening to you so you have to you know you have to tailor what you're saying through your mouth like right you have to tailor it to make sure that it lines up with positive things that are aligned to the word of god you know and even like not only like saying affirmations but just like quoting some scriptures you know like as you said earlier yeah. jeremiah 29 11 speak it over your life you know you are fearful and wonderfully made i think that's found in psalms i believe right where is that one from, Jada? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You can look that up. Um, the Proverbs one? Yeah, is that it? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. It's found in Proverbs. You tell us the scripture, Jada. Tell oh, us. Oh, no. No. 
Yeah. I was doing the one from Proverbs, which was Proverbs 12, verse 25, mm-hmm. where it says, anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word shares it up. It just yeah. shows you how much you saying positive stuff mm-hmm. has power on your body. It has power over you. And while we're saying daily affirmations to ourselves, we should also remember that you're a light. So people will be watching you. People will be watching what you say, watching what you do. And you don't even know how you inspire somebody on the way. You'll be walking and saying, to, saying you know, you know, God love both of us right here. Yeah. You don't even know what you're saying to that person. The person yeah. go home and start thinking about it and saying, wow. So yeah. Yeah. always remember to watch your mouth, watch your tongue. Just like what Carice said. You never really know how far you what were. What scripture you want, Carice? Ah, uh, the one you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, while you're looking for that, I'll sing a little song. It's not even like a little. It's literally like a. It's literally a scripture. Um, like on TBC radio. Um, like on mm-hmm. eight eight point five, they have this song where they be like. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Uh, is good medicine. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I just remember that. But yeah. Um, while Jada's looking for that scripture, there are some apps that you can What's the scripture? What's the scripture? Psalm 139, verse 14. Some praise fearfully and wonderfully made. Awesome. Repeat the scripture again for the listener. Psalm 139, verse 14. Psalms 139, verse 14. And I repeat it for myself so I can write it down. Psalms 139, verse 14. I will praise you because I am first fearfully and wonderfully made. Awesome. And like there are a couple apps that you can use for daily affirmations. You have an app called I Am. You have Think Up. You have Shine. You have Smiling Good. All I have to do is just go on the app store and type in some daily affirmations apps you know and they will come up and use them utilize them and maybe you never know if it's gonna work for you until you try it you know so try it and last but not least this one is very important as well talk to someone and seek professional help a friend also told me that therapy is actually really really good therapy for almost anything is pretty good um and you know it doesn't have to be expensive therapy because therapy is expensive but it can even just be you talking to a church leader church auntie or church uncle I'm talking to your guidance counselor at school, which is free. Talk to them, you know, um, talk to a deliverance minister, talk to a psychologist, talk to someone who have been trained, you know, in the area of depression and knowing how to deal with mental illness, you know? Yeah. Jada. Yeah. And you can also, I'm sorry about that. You guys can also look up on the internet, the mental health line we actually have one out here um i would say the number for you guys one eight 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 so that's three eight six three nine five four three three so that's one three eight six three nine five four three three so sometimes you guys might feel as if you're alone there's nobody to talk to pick up the phone and call them you can get to somebody and as Carrie said, sometimes therapy is expensive. Can't really get to one right now. Um, I know that these helplines usually 
they will get someone to talk to you and you're able to just express how you feel to these people and that's therapy that's therapy right there so yeah and i'd also even recommend youtube because you have youtube channels that like have persons who give you like talks you know Ooh. like talks on how to you know feel better about yourself or talks that will just motivate you you know they're even like some people who on youtube like what i do sometimes even before like i have have exams sometimes i get a little anxious i go on youtube and like there's this video of this girl or there are multiple people but there's a girl in particular who talks about like test anxiety and she literally just speaks words of affirmation like to the camera to you basically and you can accept them you know and be like all right and she literally like put everything in context you know and you do have persons on the internet who actually are you tailor their content to help persons with mental illness, you know, so just look for them, as we said earlier, with evaluating your circle, look for them, you know, and seek help. And I feel like a lot of times seek help kind of is given a negative connotation. But in this context where we're talking to you, it's not negative any at all. We're literally telling you in as real and as right as it is, seek help, talk to somebody, because at the end of the day, talking it out can really and truly help you to navigate your feelings and sort them out and ultimately get you through this battle of depression. Woo! Wow. Oh, Jada. <laughs> this was a good one. So basically, this is kind of a long, I think this is one of the longest episodes. <laughs> but you know, it was needed. It was needed. We really had to discuss it. We really had to talk about it. Jada, any final words before we log off for this afternoon? Um depression depression can be treated and for that reason that should not feel as if you are deserving or worthy to be in depression in fact you guys deserve way more than that so if there's anything i would want for those who are listening is to always reach out find a way to fight it don't succumb to the pressure of depression mm. it can be treated so find a way amen Amen. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of happiness. You know, as Jada said, don't yeah. allow yourself to be fed the lies that say that you're worthy of pain because you're not. You know, you deserve to be happy. So as Jada said, find a way to make yourself feel better. And last but not least, ultimately, rely on God, lean into God, talk to him, trust in him. And the thing is that he's never left you. He will never forsake you. He's always with you, right? And he can give you true peace. And I don't want people to mix up peace with, oh, everything is going fine. That's not that's not what peace is. Peace is you having a still. Yeah, you having in a storm. Amen. Amen. You having a still and calm spirit, knowing that God is carrying you through nonetheless. So this was a fun episode. Ooh, ah. Sadly, we are at the end. Jada, I have to have you in another episode in the near future. Good luck tomorrow. If you can. Wow. <laughs> we will have to have another episode. But yeah, Jada, thank you so much for coming out to talk with me today. I'm talking paradoxically. No problem, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> 
And with that, we are signing off for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to tune into any other of the other episodes down below. You have talking about church, social media, self-confidence. It's all there. You know, the most recent episode where we talk about waiting on God. You know, go and tune in if you haven't listened to it as yet. And can't wait to see you guys. Well, yes, we can't wait to see you guys in the next episode of Talking Paradoxically. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys.